This video is for OFM agencies that is onboarding a brand new creator and we're going to talk about how to figure out what traffic source is right for this creator and what attributes that you want to consider when you're trying to figure out what traffic source is correct. My name is Robin, a.k.a. Bolado Papi, a.k.a. Raj Hefner, depending on where you found me. And let's get right into it. So if you've heard of the hot and crazy matrix, and I'm pretty sure you have, you've heard of the hot and crazy matrix. This is the hot and lazy matrix, right? So depending on how, how hot and how lazy they are will help you figure out what traffic source is best for them. So we're looking at three different criteria when it comes to your creator. You're looking at their work ethic, their availability, and their openness. So work ethic is how determined, how strong um, will they are, how talented they are. That's all part of work ethic. The availability depends on how involved they can be in the process, right? So if they have children or a boyfriend, then their availability is probably going to be a lot lower than if they're just single and, and wanting to make as much content as possible. The openness is also key because the more open a creator is, um, the less hot they have to be. So if you're looking at this matrix, you can see on this side, we have a snowman and on this side we have fire. So fire is hotter and the snowman is colder. And typically if your creator is hot, you'll have obviously more options available to you, but they'll work better for TikTok dating traffic versus if they weren't as hot, but they can still do well on this other side with tube sites and reddit so we have five different traffic sources tube sites reddit and then social media overall so like in instagram facebook twitter all in one category dating traffic and TikTok. so let me let me go over how this works so if you are considering doing a tube site traffic generation or traffic generation from a tube site then they really don't have to have that high of a work ethic um, they don't have to be very involved because usually it's just a one day production, one day shoot. So they only need one day just to shoot this content, but they do have to be very open, right? Most creators aren't willing to put their content on tube sites. So they have to have a high degree of openness, but if you have a high degree of openness and a low work ethic and low availability, even if they're on this colder side, you can still generate traffic and make make um, pretty good money. And obviously if they're hotter, then you're gonna even do better, right? So Reddit is almost the same. The work ethic, they can have a low work ethic. They can be low involved. For Reddit, you're just creating maybe three months of content and then you can recycle that three months of content and you you, you don't even need the, the creator anymore. Um, the openness is medium. So they don't have to go all out, but there might be some very fetish specific content that you would want to create that is going to um, help get your creator to get more attention, right? And, and help differentiate him or herself from the rest of the people in other more common subreddits. And again, with the hot and with the hotness side, the least or the more on the colder side that they are, um, you, just you would just have to niche down as much as possible. And obviously if, if they're much hotter, then they're gonna be 
they're going to be um, accepted by a bigger range of an audience, right? So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, same thing, work ethic low, availability low, openness low. And openness low is because the content that you would put on these sites anyway, um, besides Twitter, but Instagram and Facebook, they would pretty much be kind of, you know, PG-13. So they don't have to be very open to do PG-13 content. They're, if they're doing OF, they're probably going to be doing um, PG-13. They're going to be okay with doing PG-13 content, right? So this side, tube sites, Reddit, IG, Facebook, Twitter, this is actually where I enjoy running traffic because I don't like to depend on the creator, right? So I, if I know I'm doing a lot of the work and I'm running all the traffic and I'm just basically creating the entire game, um, then I would want to know that I'm actually going to get my money's worth and I can get my money's worth much better on this side. I've actually built up a system where I'm more like TMZ. Right. So TMZ, they buy content from other people and then they sell that content or they distribute that content themselves. So same same thing for me. I pretty much acquire content from other people. And if they want to keep providing content, they can. If they don't want to keep providing content, I make even more money. So that that's the whole plan. When you're looking into dating traffic and TikTok, this is where there is a lot of money. But it's also because it's much more difficult. You need a lot more involvement from the model. So they have to have a higher work ethic. They have to be available, right? So for dating traffic, their work ethic, they're continuously taking new profile pictures that you can post onto new dating profiles. For their availability, they will have to verify. Um, if you're lucky, you can hopefully find someone that looks similar to do the verifications for you. But if they're pretty unique, then they're going to have to be available to verify. And they're probably going to have to be available to verify right when you need it. Right? The openness is low because you're just doing, again, PG content, PG-13 content. Same thing with TikTok. TikTok is pretty PG content. Um, so the openness is low again. But the work ethic, you need a very high work ethic because you're continuously pushing out TikToks. And this is this is like a full-time job, right? Availability, they have to be available as well. Um, they have to be consistently, continuously pushing out as much content as possible. So this is a hot and lazy matrix. The lazier your creator are, you want to focus on the traffic sources on the left side. Um, the, the better work ethic and availability that they have, then you can actually milk the traffic sources on this side. And with the hotness, you're going to do much better on the traffic sources on this side versus this side. If they're cold, then you'll actually do well. So the way this line works is if they're cold, um, colder than hotter, right? You can still make pretty good money if you market them correctly into the right niche where they don't have any competition. So hope that helps. There's also this hot and lazy score. And let's go over the hot and lazy score really quickly. So I calculate a hot lazy score for every single one of my creators. And this helps me figure out um, who is a better creator and who is not a creator. It's, the measurement's a little bit subjective, but there's things that you can do. So hotness, this is definitely going to be subjective. It's going to be based on your own preference and your own taste. There are two areas that are highlighted in yellow. And they're highlighted in yellow because I weight them a lot higher. So hotness would be weighted at a one. Work ethic, I would weight it 
um, twice as much, availability one, openness twice as much. If you have a creator that has a good work ethic and they're open, then there's a lot of opportunity to create as much content as possible, right? If work ethic and openness are zero, then I probably won't even wanna work with that creator. So the scale actually does start from zero to 10. That means if that there's zero on one of these categories, either the, the work ethic openness category or the hotness and availability category, um, you know, you probably don't want to work with them at all. So the highest score that you can get on this, this is the formula, hotness plus availability. You're just adding those two together. And then workness and work ethic and openness, you're adding those two together and multiplying by two. And that will give you a hot and lazy score. And the hot and lazy score, it goes from a scale of zero to 60, and you will be able to compare how well this model will do compared to others. So for work ethic, if you don't have any data, you haven't worked with this creator before, you can kind of use some of their older work. If they've been webcam models, webcam model is a very difficult job. So they know, so you know they have a very um, strong work ethic, especially if they have a lot of experience doing it. If they have a lot of experience creating content for themselves. They already grew a, a following for their Instagram or for their TikTok. And it wasn't just a lucky way. They, they studied how to do this and they knew how to do it, right? That would be signals for a good work ethic. Openness, um, if you look at the SimTrap documents, when you, when you provide them with the adult performer consent form, you will learn how open they are based on how many kinks that they pick that they're willing to actually do. And then availability, they will give, you know, creators will tell you a number, but then you also have to kind of look at it holistically, look at what else is going on in their life. Who are they living with? Um, who is going to take energy away from them? If they have relationships with, you know, either they have children or a, a boyfriend that may be not be as supportive, um, their availability is going to be really low. So that's it for the hot and lazy matrix. In the next video, we're actually going to talk about how to create a fulfillment strategy based on your creator's hot and lazy score. Because then the way that you fulfill and you start making upsells after your simp converts um, is going to be determined by your model's hot and lazy score as well. So see you guys in the next video.